0: Um, so today is another session of um, Join to Spiritual Awakening 4.2 And we will be um, sharing on a particular scripture And that is Ephes- Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 to 16 Ephesians 6 verses 10 to 15 So um to set the atmosphere, I'd just like us to say a word of prayer, and possibly sing some songs as we go into the Word. And um, just as a form of reminder, the theme of our of our Word today, the theme of our journey to spiritual awakening is, we will pray. Okay, so let's pray. Father, thank you so much, we love you. We thank you for the privilege to dwell in your presence to fellowship with you. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you speak your word to us expressly, freely, and that we will not endure you in the name of Jesus. We pray that no flesh will tarry, no flesh will glory here, but you alone, your name alone be glorified. Speak to us, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Today we'll be looking at Ephesians chapter six, verses ten to fifteen. Ephesians six, ten to fifteen. Um, and I'll like us to just go through it at a glance. That is read through. Okay, and he says, "Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God." Stand therefore, having guarded your waist with truth,
1: having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen.
0: Right, before we go on to um, read the word, I would just like us to sing a few songs as we... Um, you know, cultivate an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit thrives and where we gain understanding of what the Word is teaching us. You unravel me with your melody You surround me with a song of deliverance From my enemies And I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child Of God, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God, and you unravel me with a melody, you surround me with a song. Of deliverance from my enemies Till all my fears are gone And I'm no longer a slave to fear Oh, I am a child of God and I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God.
1: Amen. Satulla brand Shativa costa libraneta. Mo košeta librand repetu librand repetu la I'd like you to just join me in prayer for a bit. You see, the Holy Spirit is going to break down the Word of God to us now that we gain understanding, that we receive revelation of His Word and we act accordingly. And that's why we're praying, that's why we're singing so that this time around, unlike the usual times, we will read our Bibles. And it's not just reading the word or glancing through scripture, but we are actually receiving life my yoko Shetele Brand the bread rip it my yosa libra labran rip it in every day my yoko show to do yogo bond to yogo bond we see jesus i lifted up. the spirit of the lord is here and Jesus you are glorified. We see Jesus. I lifted up. The Spirit of the Lord is you. Jesus you are glorified. We see Jesus. I lifted up. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Jesus, you are glorified. And we see through the lens of the cross. We see through the lens of the cross. We know that you are good, you are good, Jesus. We know that you are good, you are good, Jesus. And we see through the lens of the cross. We see through the lens of the cross. We know that you are good. You are good, Jesus.
0: We know that you
1: are good. You are good, Jesus. That means coming to me and speak to me. Oh, ba mi sorrow Oh, oh, Mose ba o soro o kum bo Oh, Elija Elija ba ino soro Maria Maria bi olu bala wow sorrow The name of God be glorified, God alone be glorified in Jesus' name, Amen. Alright, so we'll be going into the word, we'll go back to the word and we are looking at E Ephesians chapter six verses ten to fifteen. Ephesians six ten to fifteen, and I'll read through and then we we'll go back and take it verse by verse as the Holy Spirit you know ministers to us today therefore take up the old armor of god that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand stand therefore having girded your waist with truth having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace amen this this passage is simply an admonishment to us and i like us to because it's very important that we always, you know, we collect the theme of our, of our journey to spiritual awakening, and that is we will pray. So for every um, message that goes on during this period, for every um, admonition, for everything that we are doing, basically, it's important that we relate it to the thing that, you know, we are forming a mindset within us that is related to the thing, which is the fact that we will pray. And so this admonition here, looking at verse 10, starting verse 10, says that we should be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You see, what this passage is trying to bring to us, and even though we we'll take it bit by bit, is that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You know, as Christians or as people in this world, where a lot of things are determined by, you know, the worldly standards, that is, you, you, you know, you go to school normally and your success in school is, is, you know, determined by how much you read. You go to work, and your success at work is, determin- is determined by how much you work hard. So it's easy for us to be carried away by these activities. It's easy for us to be carried away by the normal day-to-day activities where, you know, it's all about also make it have a family and live your life. And therefore, we are not consci- conscious of, of the world that we are in. You see, the world that we are in today is, is one where there is a battle between the, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And I tell you, there is no sitting on the fence. It's either you are for God or you are, for, or you are against him. You see, even, even while we were in the world, even while we, you know, we were not Christians, it says that we rebelled against God. So, by disobedience, by not, you know, submitting our lives to Christ, we are already in rebellion against him. And so, the point I'm trying to bring here is the fact that in, in this world we are in, there is a battle between light and darkness constantly. So, the moment you stake your claim for Christ, I don't know if you know this, but know this now. The moment you stake your claim for Christ, the moment you decide that you are on the side of light, there is darkness constantly fighting against you. And that's why he says that be strong. There's no need to be strong if, 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 you know, you're not fighting against anything. There's no need to be strong if, you know, you are not going to have to go against opposition or you are not going to have to, you know, struggle or, you know, you know, go through a certain height or a certain feat. But this Bible passage is telling us today that be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind because there is something that is to come. There's something he's trying to, he's trying to, you know, make you aware of. And that is the fact that we wrestle not against flesh and blood you are wrestling against people in case you did not know this before you are fighting so is it that you're an active soldier or you're a dormant soldier you know (laughs) well i've never seen it before that some people go to the battlefront and they don't know that they are at war but let's just imagine that happens imagine you're the kind of soldier and you know you go to the battlefront and you don't know that the enemies have come that the war has started no the, the, this this bible passage is trying to avoid you from being in that stage as christians we must we must know that we are we are in a warfare oh no this does not mean that our prayer should always be oh uh, die by fire die by fire or you know kill this person kill this and my enemy my no that's not what this is calling us to do but it's calling us into a place of alertness it's calling us into a place where we understand that we will pray oh You sleep tonight, you do not pray tonight, you know, you you skip a day of prayer, you skip two days of prayer, I tell you, the devil is not sleeping. The devil is working hard to ensure that his kingdom mandate is done in your own life and in the life of those around you. And the only way that we will withstand this is by staying strong, is by keeping alert. That's why it says that we should watch and pray. There's a battle that is going on. Let's go into verse 11. It says, put on the whole armor of God. Why will you put on an armor if there is not a battle? Oh yes, it's important that we you know, bask in the love of God, enjoy Him, and do those beautiful things. But we must not be ignorant of the fact that we are at battle, we are at war. He says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Oh, I, I don't know if somebody is already if, if someone is where I'm already thinking of if, if somebody here is following me as we live our lives day to day, and I mean it day to day, there are wiles of the devil. See, it could even be through your friend, your family. That's what happened to that's what happened to Jesus Christ and Peter. He, 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 I'm just trying to make you know that you don't need to go to a club before there are wiles of the devil. don't need to you don't need to you know go far before the hours of the devil you don't even need to leave your the confines of your home you can just be inside your house wake up sleep especially when you're not you're not reading your bible you're not praying wake up sleep wake up sleep you don't need to go far before the devil invades if peter could walk with jesus for so long and yet he could speak a word as led by the devil then we must be we must be aware of these wiles and that's why god is telling us that we should put on the whole armor of god so that we'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil i don't know if there's somebody here but there are some christians as including myself sometimes we find out that we struggle you know we find ourselves in a place of um, dormancy you know let's take for instance we're not reading our bibles we're not praying and so we start to struggle you know daily things start to get to us. People start to hurt us so much. Things that didn't used to catch our eyes now start to catch our eyes. We find ourselves watching certain movies that we ought not to watch. We find ourselves streaming sites that we ought not to stream. We find ourselves lusting after one another, being envious for one another. We find ourselves, you know, not doing things that we ought to do. Why? Because the wiles of the enemy have crept into us, they've affected us. And why? Because we do not put on the whole armor of God. When somebody is fighting, well, it doesn't say, I'll put on the armor today, I'll not put on the armor tomorrow. If they shoot you, if they just fire you arrow, at, at least I think by now we should be able to understand that, that the devil is firing us arrows. But you know, the way the Bible talks about the fact that when the fires arrow is to go back to the sender, that thing is based on the armor that we are putting on. If there is no armor, it will enter you. There is no going back to sender. When the devil sends you an arrow of lust, it will enter if you are not putting on the armor. When he sends you an arrow of affliction, sickness, it will enter if you are not putting on the armor. When he sends you an arrow of failure, of depression that some of us go through, it will enter. Why won't he enter? If you are not putting on the armor. If not, they won't tell us to put on any armor. It's of no use. And that's why he says that put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Because indeed, there are wiles of the devil. Please do not be ignorant. We are at war. We are at war. That does not mean you should be praying war, war, war every time. But it means you should be alert in the place of prayer. You should be alert in the place of studying the word. You should be alert. Let's go to verse twelve. I appreciate you know if everybody has their Bibles with them, um, so that you can just follow as we as we are as we are moving on. All right, so let's go to verse twelve. It says, "For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood." But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. I'll go over that again! It says, "...For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places." Now, one mistake that we often make is that we we misunderstand the physical battles we fight, as in we see them to be mainly physical. Oh no, this does not mean that oh there are some things that are not common sense, you know. This does this is not a call to laziness, this is not a call to mediocrity. But this is a call to understanding that most and every of the physical challenges that we face are a result of ongoing spiritual battles somebody comes and you know he annoys you he, he, he says rubbish about you and and you know you you remain carnal you join him and remain carnal and just look at him physically or look at her physically and in your heart you stir up anger and hate and hurt and grief misunderstanding that that is a seed that the devil is trying to soak If you look at the Bible, there was a time that Paul was trying to preach in a place, I think at Ephesus. And then he was he was talking he, he was making reference to when he was trying to preach, I think at Ephesus. And he was saying, Where the beasts in that me. That is the beast in that him. I you know that when we are talking about the beast, we are talking about you know spiritual forces, spiritual powers. But if you look at the Bible passage, the beast that in that him was people. Paul was trying to preach, and people were hindering him. And he referred to those people as the beast. No, it wasn't them. He was talking about the spiritual forces that was behind the, those spiritual forces that were behind the move of those people. I don't know how to bring this down to, to to the simplest terms. Everything we face daily, every opposition we face daily, every challenge we face daily, should not be misunderstood. And just confined to to physical things, there is a spiritual battle. There is a spiritual background to each of it. Please, please, just begin to think now. Think of it. Sorry, are you are you by chance going through depression? And for some reason, you know, you you just diagnose yourself and you say you have having a social anxiety, or or something like that. Or are you are you I don't know. Are you do, do you have what what example can I give? name it is somebody is somebody hindering you from you know passing examinations at school I, I a group of people did they just decide to start gossiping at you in school are you a leader somewhere and the people that you are leading are opposing you name it i tell you it is not confined to to physical things. oh yes sometimes you know we just need to be wise and use my wisdom But more often than not, those are reflections of ongoing spiritual battles. And the sole goal is not so that, oh, somebody is just opposing you or somebody is saying this about you. But the sole goal is to sow a seed of discord in your heart. It's to sow a seed of lust in your heart. It's to sow a seed of envy, of hate in your heart. It's to sow a seed of fear in your heart. Sometimes some of us are so obsessed with following the trend that we don't even know when it has become a well of the enemy. Or don't you know that it's, it's the devil that governs the systems of this world? So even the media, not that, you know, you know we Christians who have, 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 you know, have, have staked our claim, we have built our tents in the media. But I told you a good number of the of information that is passed across in the media is as influenced by the devil. Even the simple, the simple news, the simple messages that seem like, you know, harmless things are influenced by the devil to sow a seed inside of you. Sometimes it's a seed of fear, it's a seed of discord. sometimes the devil comes and sends out propaganda and and you see some of the things that the devil is is attacking because you see that's what this bible passage is trying to make us to see so that we will not be ignorant of the wiles of the enemy sometimes the devil really is just attacking the foundational you know on precepts of family the man and the woman and you start to hear things about how men should do this or women should do that men should not do this women should not do that And by that your seeds are sown inside of you and you you have no you have no armor against it it forms your mindset and you begin to act out things that are not biblically correct because you are not putting on the armor because you are not putting on the armor hallelujah um please if you can hear me i'm having an issue here and i'm just trying to resolve that quickly i hope please if you can still hear me i appreciate if um somebody can indicate if i'm still live all right Amen. Or right, peace, am I still life? <sighs>
0: amen my apologies um i had an issue
1: with the network i I want to believe i was not live for for a while please if you can hear me just indicate um i just want to be sure that i'm back live
0: if you can hear me please indicate in the chat box
1: all right um okay so i just want to believe that
0: i'm being heard Amen.
1: Okay, so let's go on. (laughs) So yes, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So the point really is that whatever it is that you are, you know, going through, whatever situation you find yourself in, in life, do not be be narrow minded to think that it's just a, a mere physical challenge, but learn to 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 attack things from the roots and the roots of these things are spiritual battles they are they are these spiritual forces that we that we fight against they are spiritual forces that we fight against some of the challenges we find in our lives some of the addictions that people go through sometimes it's even this it's even it's even a a thing of laziness that, that we that we find ourselves being troubled with oh okay yes I can see your responses that I can hear we find ourselves being troubled with things like laziness and we are we are we are you know we, we just think you know this is how I am and things like that even do you know that even the, the the spirit of the spirit of fear the fact that you know you find yourself in a place that you are not you are scared of doing certain things that are according to scripture it's not. It's wrong. And don't 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 think it is your nature. Don't think it is it is how you are. You must learn to tackle things, you know, for what they are. Some of these things are battles that must be won. They are bondages that must be broken. He said he has not given us the spirit of fear. So when does a Christian start to fear? It is when the wiles of the enemy have penetrated that person. Why? Because no more. point the point is i want us to see the world in black and white you know this is contrary to what we hear the world is not black and white i want us to see the world in black and white that is in kingdom of darkness and kingdom of light and every agenda is for one kingdom there is no middle ground i tell you there is no middle ground don't be fooled that's what the scripture literally is saying we do not wrestle against flesh and blood The things that we see, it's not, it's not about the physical battles we see. The governments of this world, the rulers of this world, the president of a nation, the governor of a place, these things are influenced by either the kingdom of God or the kingdom of darkness. And that is why we must claim territory. That's what being in a kingdom is about. There is a kingdom and we have a king. If you look at the Bible, you see that the kingdom of Israel... Oftentimes they went to fight wars and so that they can reclaim a land. Same thing for for us. We are we are in a war. We are in war, and so we must reclaim territories. We, we must reclaim the hearts of men. Oh come on! You see somebody carry a gun and start shooting at people, and you are, you are, you think it is a physical battle? That is, that is it. We are not wrestling against flesh and blood. That is a power. That is a force that has influenced that man to carry a gun. We need to reclaim his heart, his soul. That is the way that we must view life as Christians. Oh, for some of you, you just go to school and you study a course and you get a degree and you think that's what it's all about. To what purpose is your degree? For the propagation of the kingdom of god again we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places that's who our battle is against so when someone offends you when some wrong things happen oh yes please don't get me wrong some things are are just basically due to, you know, people's wrong attitudes, that that they need to learn the right things. But I tell you, often, more often than not, these things are, are, are things orchestrated by the devil to anger us, to stir us up, to make us angry, to afflict us. And we must stand our guard, putting on the armor of God. Putting on the armor of God. We wrestle against darkness. We wrestle against... This spiritual host of wickedness in the heavenly place, And how do we fight our battle in the place of prayer? See, don't get me wrong. You don't always have to be doing war, war, war. But you must stand your guard. You must be alert. You must be alert. So that the walls of the enemy don't get to you. you must be alert. Alright, so let's go to verse 13. It says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand again take therefore take up the whole armor of god that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand you know i wish i could just sing a song that goes the evil day is coming the evil day is coming are you ready are you ready The evil day is coming. Oh. The evil day is coming. The evil day is coming. Are you ready? Are you ready? The evil day is coming. You see, the problem that we often have, you know, we sometimes have as people, as Christians, is that it is on the evil day that we want to prepare for battle. And it doesn't work that way. you can't be caught unawares if your enemies are planning for you they are camping for you and you are just sleeping somewhere the day they come and they attack you i tell you if you are not ready <laughs> that's how they win battles now if we study wars you find out that oh they say you are have forgotten the name of that word you um are have forgotten the name of the word when you just attack somebody unexpectedly and they are not expecting it And that's how they. But but he said this. He said, "Take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil day." He's not telling you that you should take up the whole armor of God on that day. it's not. It's not when temptation has come. That's what we used to do as Christians. I've been there, and you know, you know. Sometimes you still struggle with it. Temptation has come. That's when you are now reading the Bible. You want to just quickly read the Bible. Sometimes I tell you, you even read the Bible, you still, you still fall. You still fall because it's not about what you are doing that day, it's about what you have built up, it's about the nature that you have carried. That is why sometimes, you know, we regret the actions that we made because we're not ready for those actions. Somebody speaks to you, someone you are so annoyed, you lash back at the person because you were not ready, you were not wearing the armor, you were not prepared. Oh, something happens, you know, you hear a very bad news or a certain bad situation comes around and so depression strikes you, bam. You are not ready. You are not ready. So he's telling us now that take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and haven't done all to stand because the evil day is coming. Each and every one of us will have that day that Kai all the host of of hell will be on your case say today you, you will go down and what will help you to stand that day is the armor that you have put on the aim of this is so that we will be alert it, it's not calling us into a place of um and just being so aware of um, you know the evil things are like. it is it's calling to us into a place of alertness to be soldiers real soldiers That are standby ready for battle you know you know that there are some people that they don't fight against there are some there are some countries that they don't go to war against not because eh, you know those countries don't want to fight but because you know that those ones they have soldiers ready standby there's no point fighting them they already have ammunition you know you see sometimes when america is threatening you know the world different people in the world with ammunition He's just try to make them know that, ah, don't come on me, I'm ready. Oh. Don't come on me, I'm ready. Oh. They say, oh, we are going to bomb you. That's why in Nazi country start doing test run. Let's just test our nuclear weapon let, so that I can just show you that, ah, I have power. Oh. That's how we should be. So that even the devil, when he wants to come, he'll be gauging us. Huh? When can I attack him? When can I attack him? Because we can see that in the life of Jesus Christ. The devil tempted Jesus Christ, Jesus didn't succumb, and he said, and he left. Till, as in another time, another opportunity. That's how the devil is. So we must be alert. We must be ready for battle. Because everything may be going smoothly and all. Does not mean you should sleep. You have to be at alert. You are at war. You are in the battlefront. We are on the battlefield. The earth is our battlefield. When we go home to heaven. When we go to, you know, when we, when Jesus Christ comes and takes us home, eh, that's our home. But until then, upon this earth, it's a battlefield against the kingdom of darkness, light versus, versus darkness. And the moment you declare that you are for light, please fortify, fortify yourself. Okay, so verse 14 says, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth haven't put on the breastplate of righteousness and haven't shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I'll go over that again. He says, stand therefore, haven't girded your waist with truth, haven't put on the breastplate of righteousness and haven't shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. This is a call for us to be, for us to be, to be, to be, to be, <laughs> to be diligent, to be truthful. Let me use the Amplified so that we get more understanding. He says, stand firm and hold your ground. I won't tighten the white band of truth, personal integrity, moral courage around your waist. Now, this is talking about the armor and um, I believe tomorrow there will be a continuum of this message so that you can see the whole armor of God, but today we'll be looking at few things. We're we looking at you know the 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 band of truth, what you put on your waist, and the, the breastplate of righteousness, and you know the the the, the gospel of feet of peace ra- rather, as our as our shoes as our sandals. We must be truthful. We must have moral courage, personal integrity. Because these are the things that, you know, the devil finds as loopholes in the lives of people and uses to attack. We must stand firm in what is truth. And how do we know what is truth? By reading the Bible, by, by, by spending time with truth himself. It should not be found of us as Christians that we compromise, that we lie. No, no. By doing that, you have, you know, you have, is like you left your position. Rather, we must stand ground as, you know, as soldiers speaking the truth in love. Always, at all times. It must form our very nature. You would rather, you would rather die than tell a lie. Yes, I would rather die than tell a lie. I'd rather die than compromise. We must be loyal to the king in truth. Don't don't be fooled to think that when you lie you are just lying to somebody. You are also misrepresenting a god. It's like it's like a soldier that has gone that's gone, you know, a war. You, you are rebelling against the king. And that's where the devil finds it easy. You know to to entrap you into his own schemes personal integrity this is not just even the truth that you tell it's about knowing that you have a clear conscience even concerning the works of god knowing that you did all that he, he asked you to do you see paul sometimes that you preach and you say that he knows that you know God bears him witness. His conscience is clear. He has done what he's supposed to do. Personal integrity. But the moment we start to compromise, God said, if you should do this, do that, and you're not doing it. You don't even have to lie. The mere fact that you're not doing what he says you should do, I tell you, you'll find yourself in a place where the devil can take, can, can take charge. His schemes, his schemes, his wiles start to find penetration in you. We should have moral courage. We should have personal integrity. We should always speak the truth. We should be truthful to ourselves. Alright, and he says that, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, an upright heart. You know, I, there's another Bible passage that talks about this righteousness, and it explains to us that righteousness basically is having faith and love. And you know, that makes a lot of sense, right? Because... If you, if you if you read the Bible, you understand that our righteousness comes by faith. Am, am I correct? Yes, our righteousness comes by faith. You know, within, it's not the kind of righteousness that we earn. And we also understand that the, God has given us, you know, the, we are in the New Testament. And the law of this testament is love. So what am I trying to say? Having faith and loving and loving and loving is part of the armor. That we have to put on love, 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 love is an ammo. Love is an armor. A heart that is filled with love is impenetrable. Love is an armor. Some of us you know now we know how to pray, we even know how to read the Bible, but we don't know how to love. We know how to pray. We know how to fast, we know how to do some things, but we don't know how to love. And that's why the devil, the devil, joys in us. The devil, the devil finds delight because it will just be raining in our flesh. Things easily get to us. We find ourselves doing things that are wrong. Envy, envy stares up inside of us. Jealousy stares up inside of us. Why? Because we do not have love. Love is an armor. Guard your heart with love. Guard your life with love. Let love be what, you know, what covers you. Love is impenetrable. It's, it's okay to start to pray that, God, I need to love more because I don't love enough. I need to have faith more because I don't have faith enough. Because these are the things that will guard us from the walls of the enemy. If we have love, <laughs> I dare say that we have everything. So let us, let us put on the breastplate of righteousness. That is, let us, let us love. Let us keep God's commandment of love. That's how we are righteous, by faith and in love. Doing good deeds to people. Don't be wicked. Be meek, be nice, love, be genuine. And having strapped on our feet the gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy with firm footed stability and readiness produced by the good news. The the gospel of Christ should be at our fingertips. That's what holds us. That's what we wear. That's how we move. We are living gospels. We stem from the place of the gospel. We reproduce the gospel, we preach the gospel. The gospel is our weapon. How do we face the enemy with the gospel? How do we face a man that holds a gun ready to shoot with the gospel? How do we face a wicked arts that is ruled by the enemy with the gospel? How do we face opposition in our rooms, in our places of works, in our classes with the gospel? Don't be dormant. Don't don't, don't mistake a, 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 a you know a beef, a personal war and all these things to just be physical. You know, sometimes some people really annoy me. They, You know, they annoy me. And when they do, I'm just reminded of how they actually don't know God. And how they would be if they knew him. That's the mindset. It is a light versus darkness thing. Not not a physical battle. Some people's characters annoy you, especially those who are unbelievers. Yes, they will annoy you. They don't know God, but you should have a readiness of the gospel. You should you should face every opposition with the gospel of Christ Jesus. That should be our mindset to it. And what is the gospel that Jesus Christ came to die? You see, his love. That Jesus Christ came to die for us. God sent his only begotten son out of love. And he died and rose again. And whosoever believes in him will have eternal life. Will reign with Christ. And that's it. That's what we should carry every time. Some of us, we've, we've forgotten the gospel. We've left the gospel behind. No! No! It should be at our fingertips. It should be. It should be our first response. It should be our. It should be our. It should. Be, it should come out spontaneously. It should be the means by which we move. It is an armor. It is something that guards us from the wiles of the enemy. It is our weapon because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. See, these things that we've mentioned here, they are darkness. And how do you fight with darkness? You don't fight with darkness by you know, using a sword or parabolating and punching, boxing the air. You fight darkness with light light dispels darkness and the gospel of christ is light amen all right so i hope that with these things that we've heard today with this passage that we've gone through today we'll pick each and every one of them and begin to act on them not, you know, le- neglecting any part. So that we can be able to, you know, effectively stand against the wiles of the enemy. So that we will not be caught on our ways. And so that we will we'll perform our roles effectively as Christians in the body of Christ. And um, I pray that God will help us to do this. In Jesus' name. Amen. So let's say a closing prayer father in the name of jesus i thank you so much for for the word that you've spoken to us today for opening us to see your word for opening our eyes to see Father, i will pray that as we have read your word today as we have you know discussed your word today that it will not just be a mere reading but to be a, a life transformation for us in the name of jesus and we pray that we'll begin to Act in light of your word in the name of Jesus. We pray that you help us to take on the old armor of God, the old armor of yours. We pray that you help us, Father, to, to you know, shod our ways with, with truth, with integrity, with moral courage. Father, we pray that you help us to put on the breastplate of righteousness, to love and to our faith. And Father, we pray that our feet will be shod with a readiness to preach your gospel, the gospel of peace. Thank you so much, Father. We love you. Thank you for speaking to us today. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, everyone. Um remember to pray and um we'll continue tomorrow with our prayers and also with um the teaching.
0: Amen.